Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the show. If you're here, you're probably a short-term rental investor, just like my wife and I, looking to maximize your ADR and your occupancy in order to get as much cash flow from your property as possible. So uh, the, today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different than normal. My wife's not here. This is actually an excerpt or a video that we took at the local uh, short-term rental meetup that my wife and I host here in our hometown of Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, we're going to switch it over. Uh, first off is a, an incredible young investor by the name of Willie Coleman. This guy is so, guys, he's he's <laughs> he's incredible. Uh, the more I talk to him and the more I listen to him, the more I'm just astounded that he's done the amazing things that he's done in his life. Uh, but he's actually learned and implemented a system of hiring and, and, uh, and using VAs in his small business for his short-term rentals that he has uh, here in Greenville. And uh, it's, it's incredible. So him and I kind of sit in front of the group um, in our short-term rental meetup. And I just ask him questions about it. And then we kind of fill some Q&A from everybody else who's there. So right after that, I actually give just a very short 10, 15 minute presentation on how my wife and I are using direct bookings as a long-term strategy, something that we want to incorporate in our business because we don't want to spend our lives uh, always relying on all the OTAs, Airbnb and Verbo. So uh, we're going to go into a little bit about why that's important to us, what our strategy is, and how it's played out for us so far. Guys, hopefully you enjoy this episode. As always, all the information here is just our experience. It's what we've uh, tried ourselves and what we've discovered works for us. Please take from it what you will. Uh, and uh, I hope, as with everything that we talk about here on this podcast, it serves you, serves your family, and serves your goals as well. Guys, I hope you have a great day. Go out there and crush it. I'll talk to you next time. All right, so guys, welcome to uh, the meetup, the short-term rental meetup. We're excited that you guys are here with us. Um, so we've got two things that we're going to be talking about today, and we're not going to spend, guys, we, we try not to spend a whole lot of time talking. Sometimes it goes a little long, but we try to keep it really short. Um, the first thing is Willie has generously agreed to talk about how he uses virtual assistance uh, when it comes to his short-term rentals. And I got to tell you, I'm super stoked about that uh, to hear how he does it, um, because I think it's probably going to be a tactic or a strategy that a lot of you guys could probably use. And I know that April and I will probably be looking into it sometime in the future ourselves. So like... I, I'm not gonna lie. This is like, this is selfish on our part. We really want, we really wanted to hear what, how you're doing it. And then, uh, and I'm gonna talk a little about direct bookings and how we kind of think about direct bookings and how we're implementing that as a, as a strategy into our uh, short-term rental business and how we're doing it and why we're doing it. So that's really what's up. So um, as always, guys, feel free to ask questions. This is like it's a small group, and and we we love it being you guys here. Um, because we love learning from each other. We love uh, being able to meet people, seeing what other people are doing with short-term rentals. We love getting an idea of what y'all's goals are and what you guys are trying to accomplish. And then uh, April and I, every single time, and I say this every time we have a meetup, April and I always learn something new from you guys as well, which is huge. Um, because we're looking to move as quickly as we can in our investing journey. So we want to be able to bring people up like Willie, who's got some experience that we don't have, um, and be able to talk to you guys who are doing things that we never thought of, right? Uh, because together we can grow a lot faster than we can uh, separated. So with that being said, I'm going to get started. Well, I'm going to get you to put that like right there as a microphone. Gotcha. All right, so Willie's going to be talking about his, um, his short-term rentals. So go ahead and have a seat. So first off, Willie, tell us, where's your portfolio of short-term rentals? They're right here in Greenville County. 
that's awesome. And that's awesome. So uh, tell us, you were telling me about where they are and uh, before we get to virtual assistants. Yes. You have them all basically in the West End of Greenville, right? Yes. yes. So why, why the West End? So the West End is an untapped area, or was uh, when I started. <laughs> then everybody was like, oh yeah. But it's an untapped area. You're five minutes to downtown. You're outside of Greenville city limits. Yeah. But you have the benefit of complying with the law of being able to have a short-term rental, frankly. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's the main reason. So how long have you had them going on? So um, let's see, probably about a year and a half now. Okay, yeah. cool. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. cool. Um, so let's talk about virtual assistants. Yes. So with virtual assistants, so first off, let me define that for everybody in case anybody who doesn't know what that is. A VA is a virtual assistant. It's somebody that you hire to basically take care of a task in your business for you. We actually employ virtual assistants in our business. Um, we just don't do it for short-term rentals. So I was really interested to see how Willie does it for, yeah. for his business. So how do you actually implement uh, virtual assistants into your business? What are they taking care of? Like, what are the tasks? Yes, yes. So bottom line, uh, I think some stuff is up there on the screen. Um, you know, I'm going to talk from the perspective of what I want in terms of how I'm running my business, right? There are 50 billion different ways to do it. Um, but for me, it was important to have someone uh, actually take on all of the day-to-day. -day. I did not want to actually start a hospitality business. I define myself as an investor. I fix and flip, I buy and hold, and SCR now. But I did not want to be, okay, you're always on on SCR. I don't know how many people have short-term rentals, but as you know, you always have to respond to messages, right? You always have to be able to handle situations at any time of the night, day, 365 days a week or a year, right? So uh, for me, that said, okay, um, I didn't want to hire an American because uh, essentially that is a high task and you're probably going to pay a lot of money. It might not make the most amount of sense financially to make the numbers work. 100%. So in my fix and flip uh, wholesale business, I had VAs that handled my cold calling, uh, that sent out uh, texts, all types of things. Um, so when I started with uh, short-term rentals, I figured, hey, like the majority of the work of short-term rental is from a computer. You can do it from anywhere in the world. Um, so I tapped into um, uh, the Filipino uh, market to say people that are making uh, $1,000 a month, and that's good money for them. Good money, yeah. Really good money. Yeah. Um, they're willing to work a full-time job, even some of them are willing to work seven days a week, right? Um, and it's, it's uh, essentially what I have them do is I have them handle um, setting up the listings, right? So the beginning of, you know, scheduling all your, your filters, how you want to, um, everything. There's so many ways, uploading photos, you, you name it. Um, and then I have them uh, also handle all the guest communications, all of the uh, housekeeping schedule, um, anything that needs to be done to make sure that the rentals are running outside of, oh my God, there's a issue with the electrical and you know it's a serious issue, that's when you need mm. to call me. But you need to be handling everything, right? Um, so that's what they handle, and uh, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So like, to, to put a pen in what he was saying earlier, so like, uh, for everybody who's in the room who, who currently has short-term rentals, it, it's not a passive, truly passive business, right? Anybody who's doing short-term rentals kind of understands that it's, it's more work. It's yes. more work than it is for a long-term rental that you have. Yes. And the, the, the exchange for that extra work is extra cash flow. 
right? Like you're making more money. Mm -hmm. And so you're having to invest a little bit more time and effort into building the business and actually running the business like the hospitality business it is. But the trade-off is you get paid for it, right? Um, you get all the benefits of real estate plus the extra cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. Which is really, really nice. So, um, so that's why a lot of people choose not to. I, I'll, I'll say two things really quick. First thing is, I think there's a lot of people who start short, with short-term rentals because they like the idea of extra cash flow, but they end up leaving it pretty quickly because they don't like the hospitality end of it, yes. right? They don't like dealing with guest communication. They don't, they don't like dealing with, with people who have problems when they come into their, into their, into their rental. Uh, you figured out a way to basically... It's a full-time job. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a full-time job. Yeah. And instead of paying 20% to a property management company, which there's nothing wrong with. If you guys choose to do that, there's nothing wrong with that. We don't advocate for one thing over the other. But like, instead of doing that, you've basically kind of built out your own internal team yes. to handle the business end of running the short-term rentals. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's like, I, like you said, people can just go out there and, okay, if you don't want to be involved, hire a management company. But for me... I'm still working on this, but I'm very like, I, I want things a certain way, right? <laughs> My expectation is very close to perfection as possible. So like- Anybody I, who knows Willie as an investor knows that too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just think uh, that was another reason why I didn't want to go that route is just saying, hey, how can we come in house, still be not put out crazy amount of money to hire a manager and all this stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. All right, so let's talk about training. How do you train? <laughs> A virtual assistant, right? Yes. So these, the, the people that you have are in the Philippines, right? Yes. And uh, like, I, I think everybody in the room is probably thinking like, is language a barrier? Is that an issue? Yeah. So um, we're not, let me be very clear, just because they're in the Philippines, we're not sacrificing quality. Um, these people, their second language is English. Um, and so for us, it's, you know, the job ad is very simple. You, you obviously need to be able to be able to communicate just as well as I do, to be able to talk to guests, to be able to understand the lingo, be able to understand our local, the way we work. So, um, you know, I guess your question is, how do you train? Yeah, how do you train? Right? Yeah. Um, and bottom line, I like our ad literally says, um, you one, you, we prefer you have experience in hospitality. Uh -huh. Because I'm not, I don't want to have to teach you everything from A to Z in terms of, oh, so this is how you talk to people, whatever, whatever, in this situation. You need to have experience in hospitality. That's number one. Uh, number two is you need to have experience, ideally, in some type of either you worked for Airbnb directly so you understand how the system works, which a lot of people in the Philippines have worked for VRBO, Airbnb, whatever. Oh, interesting. Um, and so um, that's what the ad says, number one. But there, of course, like anything, you start to train somebody of how you want things, right? You can't just, oh, expect them to be perfect. So um, thankfully, one of the ladies I had in my uh, hosteling business, she actually worked as a hospitality manager at a hotel for five years locally in the Philippines. Oh, amazing. So I thank God I had her to be able to help with, one, bringing on people. So she would basically help work with recruiting, et cetera. Um, and two, she actually handles all of the oh, well, how do we want to, one, um, uh, what, what's our culture in our actual business, right? Because everybody does hospitality in a different way. Uh, and like I said, my hospitality standards are very, very high. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you have nitty gritty particular questions about the training or the setup or, but uh, yeah. I think, I think I heard you say one time that you have a weekly call with them. Yeah, yeah. So just like anything, you don't want to just like have these people start in your business and say, okay, uh, good luck. No you still want to manage these people, right? So as you see up here, uh, these are the two ladies that are currently on the team. On the left is Kat, center is Princess. Um, and essentially, Princess and Kat both had prior uh, hospitality experience. 
Um, and we have weekly calls to say, hey, what happened this week? How did things happen? You know, uh, okay, I guess checked out early. So we end up just, we go through the whole week, every single day. Um, you know, once a week, we, we, we recap what happened. And if there's anything that was like, hmm, this came up, it was a weird topic, then we address it on that call. So we're always staying sharp, not just in the beginning, of course, you go through hypothetical senses, right? We even in our interviews, um, we all know Zoom, there's a little chat, right? So in our interviews, what we do is, um, in, in real time, we'll give them uh, random scenarios of, we role play basically. So we'll be like, pretend I'm a guest and I'm requesting an early check-in. And I'm putting that in the chat and I want you to respond right now. That's genius. Right? <laughs> so so you, you can test so many things that you can test. One, okay, you tell me you can, you've had experience and everything, but do you? And, it, and, and how quick can you respond? Airbnb, it's quick to respond very quickly, right? I, I'm, if you don't respond within five minutes, that's a problem for me. A lot of hosts, they don't care. I care. Um, so stuff like that, right? And it, it is, uh, it's a constant, you know, like I said, we do it every week just to make sure they're on point, that, that weekly meeting. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, a lot of times with short-term rentals, it's usually the same things, right? You have your same responses, people are asking, like we have housekeeping manual, or excuse yeah. me, uh, guest manuals. Uh, but typically, I mean, you have your general responses, but um, I wanna know like, how are you gonna deal with the random things that pop up and stuff like that. That's so yeah. important. What's, what's cool about the idea of like testing them, like typing it, because not only do you get to see, do they know what to respond with? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you respond to this question? But you also get a sense of like, how good is their English? Like how, because yes. you can speak, you might be able to speak pretty well, but can you write well, can you write well. right? Yes. And that the way that they write and the way they phrase things and the way that they type, are you, are you misspelling words? Are you phrasing, are you using punctuation? Do they give a professional front to your business when they're communicating with your guests? Like that's, that's that would be a big deal to me. And I love mm -hmm. that because you're able mm -hmm. to test that in real time in the interview and you're able to see, you know, do they have great communication skills? Yes. Not only do they know what to say, but do they know how to say it? Exactly. Which is everything in hospitality. I mean, everything. Like that's that's the ball game, right? Yeah. Is knowing how to deal with people and how to say things in the right way. So like that's so genius. When you yeah. when I heard you say that, I was like, oh my god! Like I gotta I gotta do that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Well, so I want you to be thinking. If you guys have any questions, we're gonna open the floor to questions in just a second. Um, but the last thing, I just want to find out like how's the experience been for you? Like how's Overall, like, have you had any issues? Has there been anything, like, what's been the biggest thing that you've learned from using VAs hmm. um, that you might, might, might want to share with everybody? Yeah, I mean, um, just like anything, nobody's perfect. It does take time to find uh, the best. Um, you, did you go through some hires? Well, do some hires. So, you? you know, uh, <laughs> I went through, I want to say, 12 virtual assistants yeah. before I found these two amazing ladies. Yeah. So, uh, did you say 12? Yeah, 12. Bro. Yeah, 12. But guys, like that's, but again, like I think that there's something to be learned from that, right? Like, you know, again, most people would try two and they'd be like, this isn't for me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's the way most people would approach it. But he didn't stop at two, he didn't stop at five, he didn't stop at 10. Yeah. He got to 12 and he was like, no, this is gonna work. Yeah, I just because they're out the there, person. it's just a matter of where are they at. Yeah. You know, you, if, Everybody, in anything in life, you can always get better. Just go find it. That's, that's the thing. I have so much admiration yeah. for that. That's cool. That's very cool. Yes, sir. Um, well, so does anybody have any questions? Anything that you guys are wondering or thinking about when it comes to VAs? So do you pay them on a weekly basis or hourly, like 24 hours a day? So um, the way they work, they kind of rotate, right? Because my goal, again, is not to have involvement. Um, so uh, 
Cat works uh, seven days a week, and then Princess works five days a week. So Cat works basically part-time throughout the week to uh, fill in those gaps for Princess, and then she works full-time on weekends. Um, and they're paid twice a month, um, and it's just a simple flat rate. Uh, yeah. What, what service do you use to pay them? Um, so I use, uh, believe it or not, Western Union. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it can convert USD to pesos. To fill up to PHP, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. So, yeah. And also, if you don't mind, so do they communicate directly with your cleaner? Yes, yes. So directly, so what, the way I do it is um, we, we're changing this now, uh, but we have just a simple group text. And anytime we get a booking, as soon as the booking comes through, they, uh, whoever's on, will uh, create a Google Calendar invite. They will invite the cleaner to whichever property needs to be cleaned and turned over. They'll put instructions. So um, they'll attach the housekeeping manual, things like everything they need to know regarding the particular cleaning, what to put out, stuff like that. Um, and they will send that text message letting them know they sent that invite, and boom. Yep. So what if you need, sorry, what if you need um, like paper products? Do you so, cover it? Yeah, so, so supplies, right? Um, I have a supply guy, and he handles once a month, he handles all the supplies, and then in the event that we run low on something, they will contact him directly in a, the same way, in a group chat, um, to say, hey, uh, we need XYZ. Yeah. Yeah. Just quick. Uh, and they're actually communicating with the guests directly. Are they communicating as you? No, no, no. So that's the cool thing. On Airbnb, you can add team members. So they all have their own independent team account. One, I want that for accountability to know, okay, who's saying what? And then two, it's, it's good. It's good for a guest to know there's actual team because there is. I don't, I don't necessarily want it just to come from the main account because it, it, it creates this, um, there's all types of situations that we deal with as hosts, right? And say that it's a situation that needs to go up the management chain, supposedly. It's good to have their own, hey, we'll get back to you, whatever. Versus just one account. So yeah, yeah, the other accounts. Um, my question is, is, is there a reason? Well, actually, first of all, so yes. they handle every single point of contact. So let's say someone is inquiring. Yes. And they respond to that inquiry. Let's say someone books. Are they the ones sending out, um, you know, the check-in instructions? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. when someone's leaving, are they reminding the leaver? Are they doing every part of the? Campaign? Yes, sir. So yeah. Okay. okay. Second, all right. my second question. So I'm curious, have you thought about automating, automating the messaging? Because it sounds like they're doing a lot of the like activity that's mm. happening, but a lot of it can be automated to where like, you know, like even with our stuff, we don't, we don't, there's barely, maybe, maybe once or twice we'll have to respond to something because everything's just so automated. Yeah. So like when someone inquires, you know, uh, there's a message that will immediately, so then mm. your response rate is like super, super high. Mm. Um, and, uh, or someone books, it'll say, hey, thank you for booking a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited, yeah. excited, whatever. Yeah. And then we set it to where like even three days before they check in, another thing will automatically mm -hmm. come out. Hey, just a reminder, your check-in time is this. Here's the check-in instructions of code will come, blah, blah, blah. Right. They actually check in. The next day they check in. Hey, just wanted to check in on you, make sure everything. And they'll be like, dude, I mean, you guys are, right, I got, we're not even, we've never even said anything yeah. to them. We don't so, even, so here's the so thing, here's thing. Yeah. Why, like, so here's the thing, um, yes, to answer, we have all of those automated messages set up, right? But like, and again, I have six going right now. Uh, but I mean, with those six, we're hosting about 70 guests a month. Um, so to be honest, 
all of those, like when somebody sends a, creates a book or books, they get that automated message. When somebody is going to check in, the check-in instructions are all automated, but you always have somebody asking particular questions. And that's what they focus on. To be honest, they don't work that hard. I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of jealous because they, like, they're, they're like sitting down at the computer a lot. Uh, but, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, when somebody says somebody's a little bit older and they're like, how do we work the TV or blah, 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 blah. Like, even though there's a guest manager right there, uh, you know, somebody needs to be able to manually respond to that, obviously. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And, and also, too, to your point about automated messages, I'm listed on, uh, like I hope everybody is, I'm listed on Verbo as well, So and Booking.com, and we have direct bookings. So in those senses, Verbo is crap. They don't have yeah. freaking automated messages. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt. Same with direct bookings. Like, we're looking for a better system of our direct bookings, but that is manual, every part of that. So, so they also handle all of the oh direct God. bookings yeah. and... Uh, like when we try, like uh, every, I don't know, I don't know how familiar you guys are with furnish finders, but those inquiries as well. Yeah. So yeah. And are you have you trained them to do like I guess do you guys do um, anything that sort of um, I don't know like um, it's like stuff you can't really teach. You can if you mm -hmm. do. For mm -hmm. example, I had a, a <coughs> booking uh, yesterday. This lady comes, she's like, fire, it's a three bedroom, and it's just like her by herself. Mm. It's kind of weird. Right. Um, so, and I, we always ask this anyway, because again, I'm always thinking about how can I just like have more of a touch and experience than just the, and again, everyone has a different ultimate goal. So again, if your goal is like to just be totally out of it, yeah. that's fine. That's yeah, yeah. Too. And I'm not saying you don't do this. Anyway, let me just be support. <laughs> the point is, is like, we, if we were trying to figure out like why she was staying, she was like, oh, well, my daughter, um, she's having a wedding in like a couple of days. Okay. So we just come down. So I'm like, oh, that's super cool. So then my, ne my next, and everything has been automated already, but we sure. just, so we get the high response rate, everything's automated, but I just kind of like, oh, let me, now that everything's automated, I don't have to I have no pressure to like try and, now I can just kind of have fun. Sure. So I was like, oh, interesting. So like, um, your daughter's at, does she have like a registry? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, we'd love to just like get a gift for her and like, you know, provide you mm. like a little wedding gift. Mm. She's like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like, that's amazing. Like, thank you. Like, send us the link. And then, yeah, we just like looked on the registry and bought something. That's like, awesome. Here when she checks in. Yeah. So like, do you, do you like do any sort of unique things or is it strictly just, if you guys have any problems, we'll work on it. You know, man, I, I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and all power to you. <laughs> But I will, I will say this. I will say this. We give every guest a copperini bottle of wine, and they have a a, a platter of snacks just all over the counter. So it, our our guest manual says it, it truly is. It's like a twenty five dollar value. It's a, so like they get that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's it's. I'm curious because like I think it would be cool because these are real people. Yeah. I think maybe even just touching a hey. You know, if you have the opportunity, ask them why they're staying. And if they're staying oh, with... So like, every, every guest, here's a big thing, because not just for the point of the positive side, but remember, there's a lot of sketchy people that book properties. Mm -hmm. So every time we ask somebody, we are pet friendly as well. So we say, hey, please advise of your, you know, reason of travel. And, uh, you know, are you traveling with any pets, right? That's a part of our initial message. And typically they'll say, oh, it's, you know, I'm coming in for my husband's birthday. So we'll make sure to do, like they are coordinating with housekeeping as well. So if there's a birthday, we have a little message board, happy birthday, we'll make sure that they put a little card, happy birthday, Jason. We'll do little stuff like that. And, that, and that's automated type of thing in terms of our 
policy. But um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it can get a little complicated and a little extensive. For, for, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm not, the miles, I'll get there. No, 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 but it's, it, yeah. what you're doing is amazing yeah. because I'm actually, like, I have the, again, everyone's different, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're single and you're like, but like, obviously I'm married, my wife loves yes. this part, so this yes. is her. Yeah. So I have all the automated just like you do, but she mm -hmm. does this part. But, That's great. You know, well, so, but the thing is, is like, I want to get to the point where she's more so managing, she's like managing the management, like she's yeah. managing this team, but I'm always trying to figure out how can I go like super wild crazy. So I was just wondering if they're- No, I mean, so yeah. I have like the craziest, like, just, I don't know, it just stands out like that. Yeah, so like, Man, yeah. We stayed there, they like bought us our wedding like, wedding gifts. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't know, we just thought about all kinds of interesting things. So, but yeah, but it's yeah. cool to know that. Yeah, man. yeah, it's 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 always I think it's one of the things that really intrigues me about short term rental hosts the most is that it's a pretty broad spectrum, right? Yeah, yeah. Like mm -hmm. there's a pretty broad spectrum. There's there's some people who say, hey, we're going to really focus on a super high touch experience. We're going we're going to kind of uh, have a portfolio of just a few properties that are really amazing and offer a high touch experience. And that's really how we're going to generate revenue. There's other people who kind of say, hey, we're going to kind of we're going to go the the way of having more properties, maybe offering a more automated approach to that, making sure that everybody has an incredible guest experience, right? You're gonna make sure that you get those five-star reviews every single time, but, but but it's not quite as high touch. Not really right or wrong, it's really it's really interesting. That's why I love talking to like like Miles yeah. and the way he does it and then and talking to Will and the way he does it. Um, I would say that we probably, personally, we probably veer more towards on the side of offering a really great experience but I don't know that. Well, and we've done a few things before, but wedding gift, man, that's next level. Right. Like, like what? Awesome. Like, well done. That's, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, I'm, there, I have some really crazy things. Anyway, so, to, to, stuff. That's so, awesome, can I, man. Can I actually, yeah, no, go ahead. So to put, to put a pin on what he was saying earlier, though, I think, I think it's a really, really interesting point because you want to have, and I think Willie subscribes to this, I think everybody in the room kind of subscribes to this idea. We use Onores personally. You were kind of joking about that earlier. Like, it's one of those things where, um, we automate as much as we can, right? Anything that has to go out and has to be said twice needs to be automated hmm. because the, the job of being a short-term rental host could get wildly out of hand very quickly if you're not careful to make sure that the things like check-in instructions and where things are and those kind of things, check out, like if all that stuff isn't automated, you could, you could like create a huge full-time job for yourself super quick. So, yep. but what's interesting is you know, the Willie's approach with using VAs, like we currently still field all the questions from our guests. We want to be hands-on hosts. That's kind of something that we love doing, but we also have to protect our personal time. That's huge. And I know that you guys have all experienced this, where like you're sitting there, you're working, you're trying to do something that's actually going to generate more money for yourself, right? And then you get that text and you know that you got to get back to them. You get that message, you know you got to get back to them, right? And so... You know, the obvious answer for that is, well, hire a property management company, right? Like hire somebody to take care of those, of those things for you so that you don't get distracted. You don't have to go over here and take care of this and you try to get back on, you're trying to focus on the thing that you were working on for, you know, that you were like in real deep work mode for and you were actually making good progress. Mm -hmm. That distraction is huge. And if that happens enough times during the day because you got six properties, like that could become a real, a, a real issue to take care of. So I think this is like, a, this is a very interesting way yeah. to solve that problem. Heck yeah. And, and the other point too, you have to remind yourself, um, you know, and again, everybody has a different way of thinking about things, but like for me, short-term rentals is simply a strategy. These are holds. I, these, these are properties that most investors will buy and put them as traditional rentals. Yeah. 
I see this as a strategy. It could be, we could be doing this for the next five years. Could be doing it for the next, we're in an interesting time. Who knows? So That's the right. point is, um, since I don't want to one, define myself as, you know, a short-term rental whatever, it's more so, um, you know, this is a strategy that I'm doing with the property. And guess what, guys? I pay these ladies, the, the amount I pay them uh, can equal to paying somebody $4 an hour, okay? I don't know about anybody in here, but I'm not working for $4 an hour. I'm just, I'm not going to do that. And also too, not just that factor and that mindset, that, that just helps me think about it and why I want it. But two, it's a distraction from what is my bread and butter. And that's simply focusing on buying houses, hosting houses, and just looking for the next acquisition and raising money. That's what I need to be focused on, right? Um, so I care about guests like you would even believe, but like we've done some amazing things for people, but at the same time, it, it is not, I, if I can get somebody that's 85 to 90% of what I would do in a situation, that's good enough, I'm paying them you know, good money for them, it's good money for me, and it's a win-win. You know, yeah. so that's how I think about it too. Uh, really, really quickly for everybody, where did you? Uh, what was the service that you used to find them? Oh yeah. Did, did, did you use online jobs? I think. Online yes. Jobs? Onlinejobs.ph. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that's, that's the service that we've used. Dot ph. Dot ph. Yeah. That's that's what we've used, and we we had we've had good experiences with all of our VAs yeah. through that system too. It's been it's really, awesome. really good. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. You also use VAs like you're talking about for acquisitions. Do you use them for rental for wholesaling? Oh yeah. That so so that's that's where I like fell in love with VAs. Like, <laughs> Uh, my, Miles knows he, uh, I think you have more VAs than I do on that side, but um, yeah, so the I have VAs that do cold calling, texting, data entry, you name it, all that. Anything you can do from a computer anywhere in the world, they're doing it for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, other VAs that in our business is all a prospecting. Like that's, that's, mm. that's, that's what they do. So, yeah. Yeah, just to <clears throat> go back to the whole con, because again, I love it. Absolutely amazing because this is like, um, kind of where I'm excited about transitioning, having more VA touch in the search terminal space, but still trying to keep that unique kind of really quality. But what I would love to know too is like, um, do you do any sort of like incentivizing, like incentivizing in terms of bonuses or pay? Obviously it's easier like yeah. in the wholesale model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just work. Yeah, so so here, here here's the thing with that. Yeah, yeah. You have, I, this is what I tell them. So, <laughs> so look guys, there, so like I said, there's a lot of dead time, right? Like they might go a whole day and there's only been like one booking and you know, Did they you ask one question, they, they respond to one question. So if that happens, uh, you know, there's a lot of time, they're working not eight, nine hour shifts. There's a lot of wasted time there. So one of the things I like the most, I don't even like short-term rentals that much because there's a lot of turnover. It's great because you always have people eyes on your property. It's always getting clean, that's great. However, there's still a lot of, uh, you can be unsettled a lot, right? Like, oh crap, it's somebody gonna throw a party, stuff like that. So um, we focus a lot on looking for midterm stays. So I tell them anytime we, they, they, they securely uh, get us a midterm person, a midterm is just anybody in my eyes, I'd find them that stays for a month, two months, three months, a traveling nurse, a traveling professional, whatever. Um, so we're listed on Furnish Finders, a few other sites, and um, there's also a Facebook group uh, that people look on. So they are, they are a part of Facebook groups. They're even part of like our local Facebook group, like to prospect for cleaners. So they do a lot of stuff. 
Uh, but the point is, anytime we secure a midterm stay, they do get a nice little bonus. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, so. yeah. And then too, like I do some things like at the end of the year. And again, I mean, I'm only a year and a half into this. But so last year, like. Uh, you know, Christmas bonus. I, I make sure people are taken care of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I think I think I think uh, something to kind of hit that hit home for me that you said was, like, don't get don't get uh, don't get over emotional about about the investment, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that, that's something that can happen, particularly in the short term rental space. That was a big break for me when I was mm. trying to figure out do I want to do short term rentals because we were looking at houses, and I was like. No, this is not a house that I want my family to be in, you know. And it like that was that was a tough thing for me to kind of get over. And then the whole idea that people will like trash your place and things like, you know, you're very protective about your home. And like yeah. when you're buying a home, you're like, I don't want people in my home who's gonna. And obviously, we yeah. don't want people who's gonna trash it. But that was kind of an, an emotional kind of hump that we had to get over and go. Okay, mm. this is an investment, right? Like yep, this yep. is not our home. We're using it as a way for people to go and have a great vacation for sure. Exactly. And our criteria is super high for sure. But, yes. you know, it, it, it definitely was something that we had to kind of separate ourselves from a little bit is realizing it, it's an investment. You know? investment. So the, the, the 12 that didn't work out. Yeah. Why not? You know, That's a good question. to be honest, it, it, it had nothing to do with them. It had something to do with me. I wasn't qualifying right in the beginning. I didn't implement how do we make sure you know what the hell you're doing in the beginning. It, the reason they didn't work out for all types of reasons, but it would be, what are you saying to this guest right now? That's, this isn't our culture. What are you, ta what are you saying about, a lot of times, uh, you know, it will be simple things like a toilet, like they'll call the toilet something weird and just random stuff. Um, so part of that is my fault, just hiring the person that was not right, the right fit. And so I tie, when I tighten up on that and realize, okay, um, you know, and like I said, the lady that is on the other side of the business that was in hospitality, using her to my resource of, hey, help me get this together, right? Like, I don't, I think these ladies are better than me. They, they honestly are better in terms of knowing sometimes what to say to a certain situation. So that's honestly why they didn't work out just for... I blame myself because I hired the wrong person. That's it, man. For any business owner, that's a smart lesson, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hiring the right person for the right job, putting the right button, mm -hmm. the right seat. That's so important. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You keep yeah. thinking that they're the problem. They're right? the problem. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. 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 That's so, so funny. So, so I, I was going to show, we're going to show some photos really quick. These are his rentals. That's here. Yeah. Uh, which, where is this one? So, this one is on, uh, I'll get out of there, 71 Dorsey Avenue. It's in Greenville. Um, this is a property I bought. Uh, I don't think I, we have before pictures, but this house, you would look at it and not even recognize it before we actually did this. Uh, but yeah, it's in Greenville, and uh, yeah, we did a complete well, flip the, on it. Is it a flip? So it was a flip that you turned it into a flip. A so it was yeah. a property that we bought with private money. We paid 100000 for it. Um, we went in and did everything. The roof was not on the property when we were doing renovations. There was no roof. Great, the whole property was re design. yeah, redesigned. It was, yeah. Well done. Yes. Holy cow, it looks great. So it's a two bedroom, two bath, just under 1,100 square foot. Um, and yeah, you name it, we did it. I think I saw a napkin on the <laughs> 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 I, I, I see that you got a coffee bar that you're putting in, yeah. in, in the rental, right? Uh, yeah. High end appliances, right? Like that's a. Yeah. That, that's like. Do you, so, so, funny story on this. I would never put a, that's like a whole screen. I was about to say. It, it, we have a ring doorbell and like you ring the doorbell, the person comes up on it. It's really high tech. But that was like, uh, I, I built a relationship. Everybody should remember this. Go to Lowe's, look in the scratch and dent section. 
and get to know the managers. Tell them that you're a flipper. Tell them what you're doing. I got that uh, that refrigerator for like 800 bucks. Okay, what? so that's how it ended up. What is that? Front. What does that fridge retail for? Uh, about 3,200 dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And I have like a dent in the back, so <laughs> yeah. And awesome. you can actually see the dent <laughs> right there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Send me the picture. I'll drop yeah. Oh my god. But you see, like again, we so there's coffee, there's wine. In this uh, photo, there's not. They're not there. But we do provide snacks. All that's comped. Because most people, some hosts get that, but we do that for every guest. Um, and again, it's we don't tell them about it. They just walk in and like, wow, you know. So different stuff. Do like you mind that. if I ask you some questions about the rentals? Like, what's your, do you know what your occupancy rate typically is? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it's been interesting lately, but um, I want to say last month we did about 60%. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool. And do you, do you get, like, any feedback on, because you've got, like, a really clean, modern aesthetic with yes. your interior design, which yes. is something that we talk about a lot. Yes. Like, have you gotten any kind of feedback on that? Uh, oh, yeah, all, all the time. People are like, like, we, we have builders coming, and they're like, man, like, <laughs> This is crazy. Like they're they're super impressed, man. Like uh, people, like I even have uh, a, a guy that stayed in one of my rentals, and he ended up. Uh, we're actually in a contract now. He's buying a flip for me because he loved the B and B so much. And somehow or another, there was some type of issue where I ended up talking to him. I I tried to avoid talking to people, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And he's literally buying a. Uh, we're doing a flip off of Augusta Road, and he's buying a flip. No way. He's staying in one of the B and Bs. Wow, yep. that's crazy. Yep. Man, what a small world. Yep. Does anybody have any questions about his, his rentals that he has here in Greenville? It looks awesome, man. Thank you. It looks really, really good. Yes. Yeah. I have one more question about the VA experience. Yeah. Um, how, do you, how, do you, um, how do you help them understand how to somewhat like identify interesting kind of requests? Right? Yes. You know, we'll get a request where someone can be like, Hey, do you have any camera mm. or something? Mm. You're like, uh, maybe not the best person to maybe try. Right. You don't want to like decline, but you respond in a way that encourages them maybe to not book or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I guess are you so so. Kevin, I'm sure you get all kinds of different. Oh heck yeah, man! We we have some interesting questions, yeah. uh, but no. So like anything that comes up, uh, that's interesting. Um, Typically they can figure it out, but I'm still a resource. I'm not, I'm not zero, like, I still probably spend about three hours a week on the short-term rentals, the logistic-wise, that's including the meeting once a week and just random stuff throughout the week. Um, but if it's something like really left field, they just, you know, they, they're trained, they know what to do, you know? So, so, so do, they, they, do they just get in contact with you to ask Yeah, like if, if they it's just like, respond? hey, you know, uh, like you said, do you have cameras? Well, you must be asking for a reason. Like the listing clearly states that we have a doorbell camera and we, you know, have a ring doorbell camera. So do, like, do they catch those kind of subtle? Because sometimes it can be very subtle. Oh yeah. Go over like just subtle. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the biggest. Yeah. I would say honestly, that's the biggest thing you want to train them on yeah. is because when things go smooth, things are smooth. Oh, yeah. It's about when things are shaky. How do you deal with the shakiness? So that's, yeah, that's what you really. Uh, that's why it, it, it takes time to find the right people because the right people need to have how will we deal with it. And hell, like I still get stumped on some of that stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't know, like shit, let's figure it out. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Does anybody else have any other questions? Do you um, change your rate based on like events going on in the area? Oh, yeah. Do they do it like 
Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I I think we uh, we were I think like for this house we were at like three hundred bucks for fall for Greenville and it booked. Oh, so no, so yeah, so um, we really need to get better with our, like we need to be on like pricing labs or we need to be in, on an automated system for sure. But what we did is at the beginning of the year, we just, we looked at the Greenville uh, schedule and we made sure the rates July 4th, every holiday, we jacked the rates up. Now, if we get closer to that time and they're not booked, then we'll be like, okay, let's, but yeah, I mean, it's just a part of like, just anything, just pricing strategy. Do you, do you typically monitor the, the pricing or do you let them do it or? She monitors it. So we have our floor, we have our ideal booking rate, and then we have, okay, this is high, this is like like 300 bucks a night for this property is a little high. We typically are bringing out like 199 a night. Interesting, cool. 170, 199. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. But does he about to have any other questions for him? That's killer. Everybody give yeah. him really a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. we can get back to networking fairly quick. Um, well, we're going to talk about direct bookings for just a second. Um, so I'm going to go through this pretty quickly because I don't really know how much of you guys want to know about this. So I'm going to kind of talk about it really fast. And then if you guys have questions, feel free to ask. Is there anybody else in the room doing direct bookings right now? That's awesome. Hmm. How, how, currently, how are you guys doing direct bookings? Are you, do you have your own website? Are you doing it through owner res? We've got the, the website through owner Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> Well, I use Guesty for my property management software, but they offer a free website. Gotcha, cool. Miles? Mm -hmm. a, a, a Squarespace? That's awesome. So, we, yeah, we're using Squarespace too. Anybody else? Okay, cool. So, overall, like, uh, let me just give you kind of an overarching for us why it's um, something that we're interested in pursuing as a, as a strategy. So first and foremost, I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this. Uh, there's a guy out there. He's actually in the UK. His name is Mark Simpson. He's kind of like in the short-term rental space. He's kind of like the guy who talks about direct bookings all the time. But he does say something that I think is really important and that caught on with me early on. And he says, you don't want to build your house on somebody else's land. And fundamentally, that's kind of what we're doing here. I mean, we're using Airbnb and Verbo and Booking.com in the short, like, Basically, our entire business ends up relying on somebody else to make that, you know, do that marketing for us, to make those bookings happen for us. Our entire revenue is basically reliant on them, and we really have no control, right? I think a big portion of the reason, this is a little bit of a side tangent, but the big portion of the reason why um, there's you know, so many hosts right now who's talking about the fact that short -term, their short-term rental is doing so well you know, 10 years ago, even five years ago, it's simple supply and demand on those platforms, right? In a lot of markets, if you have, um, if you have a lot of properties that's on that, on that thing, um, it used to be that Airbnb would really side with the host and was very host friendly. They don't have to be anymore. At this point, they have plenty of hosts. They have plenty of great properties, right? Like, they, they, don't, they don't need to be host-focused anymore. That's why you've seen a big shift over the last three to five years of them focusing more on the guest and making sure that the guest is getting a top-quality experience. When a problem happens with a guest, oftentimes, if it's not well-documented, and if, you're, if you don't kind of have a good case on your side, they're going to go ahead and side with the guest most every time, right? Because they understand that they honestly need that, ho that, that guest more than they need you as a host. That, that's where their business is coming from. If they're not making transactions with those guests, then they don't have a business. And so for those reasons, it's become kind of important for April and I to kind of think about how can we start to build out a direct booking strategy to ensure that we don't have to be so reliant 
on those OTAs. Now there's pros and cons. I'm not saying this is like a golden nugget here. There's pros and cons. It's not easy, right? Um, for us, I never intend uh, to find a new guest on my direct booking website. It's not gonna happen, right? Like if somebody's going to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, they're not gonna be searching and finding my direct booking website and making a direct booking with me unless I spend a lot of money in paid advertising on social, which is possible. You could definitely do that, right? Like for sure. There's ways to get it out there. But generally speaking, the way that we're approaching it is our strategy, when a guest comes and stays, we capture that guest basically through Airbnb and Verbo. And then in the rental, once they're there, we capture their information there hmm. so that we can then remarket to them throughout the next few years so that we can reach out over the next few years and direct them back to that, to that, uh, to that uh, direct booking site. Um, hopefully provide a great experience at a great rate so it's amazing value for them. And then uh, we actually have a little utility, a, a little thing in our rental where they tap their phones against it and that's how they get connected to the internet. And so through that process, it's kind of like when you go to a hotel, you have to put in your email address to get access to the internet. So everybody who's wanting to get access to our internet, our Wi-Fi, they tap it. We actually don't give them the code. They tap it and then when they tap it, um, she might not have, or can you bring it up? Yeah, so she'll show you. But they'll tap it, and then uh, they plug in their email address, and when they plug in their email address, then we've got it captured. So it goes to a sheet, and that's how we're capturing their information so that we can remarket to them to bring them back to that direct booking website that's over awesome. time. Now, let me, let me, let me say this, because this is like, yeah, this thing right here. This is, this is what we use. <laughs> this is what we use. So, that's great. So what, what I'll say to this is this is not a, this is not a, a quick strategy, right? This is a long-term play. Because again, we're bringing those guests in through Airbnb and Verbo, um, we're capturing their information, and then we're staying connected to them hmm. over time. Um, and that, where it gets really interesting is if you've, if you really kind of got a thumb on your, on your, on your uh, property, then at that point you can start marketing to them and offering some things. Like if you see that, let's say that you know, you've got a week that's open in October, right? That there's, you can send out an email to everybody who's in your list and say, hey, we've got, we, you know, because you guys stayed with us, we really appreciate your business, yada, yada, yada. We're going to give you 10% off this whole week right here. This is a special offer just for you guys. You know, let us know if you guys like to take and take advantage of it. Like those kind of things become possible. Having, once you can actually reach out directly to the people who stayed with you before, who you've built a relationship with, who you've built a rapport with, who know your place and know the benefits of your place, right? And hopefully gave you a great experience. There's a, a lot of possibilities that come from that, right? But you've got to have their information. That's, that's, that's kind of the, the crutch that we're all working with here when we book through the direct booking platforms. Right now, I think, uh, Verbo still gives you their email address? Yeah. yeah. We, get, we get email addresses and we get uh, phone numbers from Airbnb and Verbo because we also have a rental agreement uh, right. that automatically goes out so we also capture emails there. But what's really nice about this is that we have a five-bedroom house. If we have a booking for that five-bedroom house, we get one email address and one phone number. If we have this pair and there's 10 guests that are connected to the internet, we now have 10 email addresses. And so we're able to kind of expand those contacts exponentially because we're being able to capture that as we're getting Right, and we've awesome. we've we've run promotions before where we'll send it to them, and then we'll say, hey, thank you so much for staying at our property. It was an honor hosting you here um, at our at our home in the mountains. Uh, please feel free to send this 
to anybody that you know, and we'll give them a link, and then we'll give them a, a, like a promo code that they can use to go. It's like a gift for your friends and family, right? And that's how we position it. Like, use this as a gift. If you wanted to give this away as a gift, you can, right? Mm. Christmas is coming up, right? Like, what if they were to give a 10% off gift to, to a family member who's interested in coming and staying in the mountains, right? There's just a lot of opportunities there, right, um, that you can do if you kind of set things up. So the way we did it, we use Onares. That's our, that's, that's our management software. Uh, they have basically a widget kind of booking system that you can then take and then you can implement it in whatever uh, uh, website designer you use. We use Squarespace, so we just made a quick book. Oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, this took us five hours, four hours-ish. Right? Is that, so, is that, is that it's Squarespace, yeah, Squarespace. So yeah, so we got, we got the, us up there at the top, we got the photos of the place, we've got the, the calendars right there that people can kind of go through and people can kind of see. Um, you know, you got the amenities just right there, the arrival departure day. It's basically an entire booking system right inside the thing. Um, questions, comments. So that's when they can either send their inquiry or they can book and they could just do that directly on our booking website. Wow. Um, there's a lot of advantages, again, we get to build, it. it's all about getting their information, to be honest with you. That's, that's kind of the first advantage. But we also get to save the, the fees, you know, which do add up. You know, those booking fees through Verbo and Airbnb, like that can become a pretty significant thing for sure. So I, 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 don't, wanna, I don't want you to believe that this is like a way to go to, to fill up your calendar. It's not, right? Like I wouldn't say I have a booking, uh, you build a booking website and then in 30 days you'll have a, a full full calendar. I would still encourage people to think uh, of Airbnb and Verbo as the method to get new guests into your property and to become and, and to have that awareness with people that you wouldn't have otherwise unless you were willing to invest in advertising. Because if you're, that's a whole other strategy. If you're willing to invest in advertising and you wanted to put some stuff out there uh, and get it in front of new people, you definitely could. The The only thing that I always tell people, which I think is important, like, Verbo and Airbnb have a lot of weight with people. It's a trusted platform. So when people go to Airbnb, they're like, oh yeah, so I know that if something goes south, I'll probably be protected. That's what guests are thinking, right? They know that they'll be taken care of if a problem comes up. When they go to ShangriLaViews.com, they don't know who that is. They don't know who's running that thing, right? And so you gotta just be aware of that. I think that a direct booking platform really works most effectively. You tend to have the most conversions when they know you, they like you, and they trust you already, right? If that's if that's the case, then they'll come back to the booking and platform. And you know them. Which and sounds, we know them, which is important yeah, too. Yeah. And we know them. Because that's the other thing which is really important. If they're not coming to Airbnb Verbo, we don't have the benefit of seeing their, their, their profiles, right? We don't have the benefit of seeing their reviews, which is another important piece of the puzzle to just kind of keep in mind. Like, that's important. Um, so we can, we can still communicate with them, and we do, and we say, hey, why are you coming to town? What's going on? We still communicate when we do get bookings through the direct booking platform, but, um, but that, that, that is, that's a good point to make, which is, like, you don't get to see what they've been doing and what they've been up to, and you don't get to see what their rating is, and, you know, you don't get to see their picture sometimes. Um, in, in those direct booking platforms, and I'm sorry, Airbnb and Verbo. So, does anybody have any questions? Is this some, it, you know, about direct bookings, how we approach it, what we're doing, how we're doing it? So, you said you use Squarespace, and then the Unrest widget is That's right. That's right. So that way, it's directly connected. That like eliminated most of the work, to be honest, because that way it direct uh, it connects all the calendars together, all the booking platforms together, and everything happens, and then everything's just sent directly to Unrest, and we operate everything through Unrest. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing with the email addresses that you get from 
the Wi-Fi? Are you dumping those into Unrest or are you dumping those spreads? No, we dump. To be honest with you, right now we're just dumping them into a Google spreadsheet, and that's kind of how we're keeping track of those right now. Yeah. So, so there's there's definitely management uh, software pieces out there that you can use to kind of collect and do something with it. Flowdesk, Flowdesk, Mailchimp, like like any of those, you can you can connect you can connect to any of those platforms. MailerLite is something I use for my other business. Like you can, you could connect it to any of those. To be honest with you, and this is be totally upfront and candid, we haven't done much with this yet. Like we've just been in the process right now of collecting the email addresses so that we do have the ability to be able to reach out and and to be able to market to. This is just kind of again what our long term play is. What's that? So far we've had two. We've had two bookings. Two bookings. Yeah, two direct, but those weren't return guests. Those were literally just people who found the website, which wow. is interesting. I was going to say, I'm, I feel like you, you'd be surprised actually how much traffic you can get, especially on a property that is essentially, um, you know, uh, content friendly. Sure. I mean, well, it, and that's. It, it is. You we have an Instagram page where like yeah. an influencer goes out, or friends go out, and these beautiful photos, blah, blah, blah. People that are looking for like places to stay in the mountains in this area or just are on social media doing reels. I mean, oh my gosh, the amount of times that people just find me personally just because my reel shows up on their for sure. on their sport page. And um, you know, it's just a good I haven't create I haven't figured out as much content for the for what that we have in just watch, but I have a girlfriend of mine who um, she has this like little tiny house, and it's just simple stuff. Oh my gosh! Like she'll have like a couple come out and do like couple shoot or like you know little you know, influence or something cute doing a photo shoot or whatever, just different things. And like her Instagram page, I mean her Instagram page for the Airbnb is over thirteen thousand followers now. For sure. And literally people come just because they just see it on Instagram and yeah. they find the listing to go book it. Yeah. And so what I'm trying to figure out is like, okay, do I want them to go direct to the page, like you said, kind of avoid some of the fees, and then book direct? I do, but I also actually want to be able to capture some of the benefits that Airbnb has. So I'm trying, we're trying to figure out, I'm talking to my wife about potentially having on our direct booking site, like the link to Airbnb actually. So they go to the direct booking site and then there's incentive, incentivizes them to put their information, which actually gets them to, to that site. But they book through the link that is still through Airbnb, so I can still like get some kind of idea of maybe what their profile is or who they are in yeah. protection if they are, and then incentivize them to book directly through the website the next time they come around. Anyway, just different random. That's a that's a really interesting idea. Like it's a really interesting idea. The internet nerd in me, the internet marketer nerd in me, typically your conversions go down. So that's like the reason why we have a one-page website is because we don't want them going anywhere. We don't have links going anywhere. So like when they get there, the problem with Airbnb and we've actually run, we've actually spent a good bit of money on social ads going to our Airbnb listings. I think the reason why that typically doesn't work is because honestly, Airbnb will show you the other five properties that surround ours are similar, right? So like when they get to the bottom of the page, like they start going places and they start seeing, well, are there better possibilities than this? Right? If you can craft with great copy and you can craft with great imagery and you can kind of future cast a, a future worth having is the kind of thing I always say, um, if you can keep them on that one page website, you're more likely to convert and actually get that sale. The, the minute you provide them with a way to go other places and do other things and discover new possibilities, that's typically when your conversions start going down. Um, so just kind of keep that in the back of your no, mind. That's true. That's yeah. like, we're just trying, we're trying to figure out if it makes sense to do that. Yeah. Well, because it, it is a good idea like to figure out a way to be able to see what their profile is and those kind of things, get the benefits of Airbnb. That's true, you're right. Like, it, that would be nice for sure. So. Did you have a VA bill right out? 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no. My amazing wife built that out. She sat down one night and, and, and did it really quick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this is Squarespace. And those of you who don't know Squarespace, it's really fast. Like literally it's a template. You just like start editing and throwing things up. And then for that little booking part right there, like it's just a little widget. So like you just put in the code to embed the widget and it's pretty much done. It's pretty much, it's pretty hands off for, for the most part. Is it, can you build out a SEO through Squarespace? Yeah, so going back to the con, so like you're right, the other thing that you were talking about is building out a content machine that actually drives a traffic. You could totally do that. You could totally do that. Hmm. A part of the thing that again, it goes back to supply and demand, right? So if, let's say for instance, that you build out a blog with all of the best things to do in Hilton Head or Gatlinburg or you know places like that, like there's a lot of other sources for that that are mega invested and the amount of content that they're pumping is massive. So you've got to figure out like how do I how do I get above that and beyond that and how do I get those backlinks and how do I do all the SEO stuff to make mine more more reachable? Now I will say for Greenville, there might be more of an opportunity, right? Because you've got like a few big ones. Like you got like kidding around Greenville and you got like the the Greenville some of the Greenville blogs that are pretty big. But there's probably more opportunity to be able to do a content driven strategy to bring people to a direct booking website here in Greenville than, than you do in kind of kind of more vacation destination markets. Just like organic content, not even like blog or article or um, like literally just like, I mean, Instagram has done such a great job to just push visual aesthetics mm -hmm. that are just simple stuff. Like literally, I, I'm not even kidding. I, mean, I can pull up my Instagram, so like on this last one, um, like I did a I did a reel in um, one of the, the this one here I just said Airbnb Creative App so in this short from rental there's all the basically where you have the internet um, I didn't want to spend money rewiring where the internet stuff was going to go it just was in one of the bedrooms where you connect with the like internet stuff yeah yeah so it just looked really ugly but I left it there but I knew I was going to you know beautify it so I just said like here's a creative fix to pretty up the ugly mess that you have all your stuff connected there and then I just did literally like a little creative thing that smart man like 50 bucks. yeah smart Dude, I mean it literally I've had over almost 7,000 views 60 people have saved it Tw over 23 people have shared it to someone like I mean it just went crazy and I'm actually and it's cool because you basically benefit twice like I'm monetizing on that like I, I get paid from Instagram now like with reels like you know your bonuses and it's not like crazy yet but like even right now it's 105 dollars right now that i get paid out um and last week it was like 135. of course it'll keep growing but it's like you're killing two birds with one stone but it's also just organic because you're not going to pay money for it it is something that's just kind of cool and unique yeah yeah, April and I, April and I have batted around an idea of, of creating like a, a TikTok for Gatlinburg. Yeah. You know, where we're going around to all the attractions and basically creating video content. Yeah, you, I mean, like you could almost too. Uh, I had an idea last night. Literally, I was like, what if I just reach out to influencers, local or broad, whatever, and say, hey. Stay in my Airbnb two nights for free. For sure. All I ask for in return is a video. Tag it. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent Like. Oh yeah, no. Well, yeah. I mean, that's literally the strategy. Yeah. We, we, we just talked to um, at uh, the meetup that I run to gather. Um, uh, Reese, who just built like one of the first like really fire short, um, Airbnb container shipping container. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's and anybody who's like in content creation or short term rental, we all know uh, what's his name he does all the videos for all the Airbnbs around everywhere um, that kid on YouTube I forget his name um, 
oh my gosh, he's he's so just chilled, simple kid, probably 23, 24, like massive following because he just built up this whole like so one was on Kiwi. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it was on like, uh, yeah. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like black, I think, like, or something like that. But anyway, so that kid, I mean, he doesn't even live in South Carolina, but he came down and stayed at the Airbnb to do a video that'll be on his, or be on the YouTube. And it's like, for, I mean, just the amount of traffic, and just like now, and that's forever. Like, it's on YouTube. For sure. People that are like, even my wife and I, we all we'll go to YouTube and just type in like, show your Airbnbs, unique states, and you'll just see all these crazy cool videos. And we have literally, like, Mark down places you want to stay just uh, of that. Uh, 100% I mean I mean I do believe like for for everybody because this is this is really a this is really applicable for Greenville I think Greenville is kind of at a at a at a at a point in time where we're getting now enough national recognition and a national attention there's a lot of people whose eyes are on Greenville if you can build a YouTube strategy around information about here in Greenville and then just happen to say oh by the way <laughs> you know if you're coming to Greenville you know we got we got we got this dope place that you can stay it really works like do a pros and cons list about Greenville like do a video pros and cons everybody will talk about the pros nobody talks about the cons right and so that's that's instantly clickable right um, the five best restaurants in Greenville. You can do th a lot of agents are doing that kind of stuff right now, right? And it works. Like to build to build top line funnel. Like it's a it's a good strategy and it works, particularly in a place like this. Well, guys, like that was that was awesome. Does anybody else have any other questions about anything? Because other than that, we're we're gonna wrap and. Yeah, the only other thing that I was going to say is that some of the property management softwares, they do offer a direct booking website, right? So Guesty. Yeah, Guesty does. Like, yeah. They have their own. You don't have to build it like this. This right. is what we chose to do, and it, I like it. I prefer this. But that doesn't mean you have to. Like, there are easier ways to do it and still have a direct company website. This is just one of the ways that we chose to do it. 100%. Why did we choose to do it this way? <laughs> oh! No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Literally, it was, literally is because I want. I, so I remember now. It was a while when we did this. It was a while ago. It was because I was interested in being able to use the content marketing strategy. So, like, the issue with using an owner res or a guesty is basically just the property. With Squarespace, we have the opportunity to do a lot of back-end SEO work that we just wouldn't have the opportunity to do on those other platforms. That was the reason why we chose to go this way. And also, like, if I if we had decided, because we had, we had bat around the idea of creating TikTok and Instagram uh, channels uh, for marketing purposes for the thing, like, this gives us a place to be able to put all those videos for blog and for content creation, for search engine optimization. That's the reason we ended up doing this. That, that, was, that was the reason. I remember now. Yeah, that was the reason. Yeah, because the other websites look good. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. They look good. It's not because this inherent looks any better or any worse. Like, it's just, it was simply because it gives you a little bit more flexibility. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. 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 Uh, it, it gives you the ability to, uh, to be able to really track. Also, um, and this is a little bit trickier now, but to be able to do retargeting, uh, social ad retargeting. We actually have the ability to be able to do that kind of work here with, uh, with our page. We wouldn't be able to do that with the, uh, the, the management hosted websites. So, um, and that kind of got screwed up after iOS 14.5, but hmm. anyway. Yeah, okay, cool. Guys, thank you so much. I hope you guys have a good time. Let yeah. us know if you have any questions about anything, uh, but thanks for coming, thanks for hanging. Thank you. Yeah, next, I appreciate uh, it. Our next meetup is on the 16th of November. Um, so if you want to scan it to uh, join that meeting, we'll post the topic, we'll post any other updates. Uh, on that invite. Thanks guys. I hope you guys have a great night. Feel free to hang out. Yeah, feel free to hang out and talk and chill. How's your syndication going, man? Um, so... I have question for you. That's it. You got, you got anything? It, so if you're on, like, the outskirts of the Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was really helpful to you in your journey of building a business. 
If you like what you heard, please click subscribe and go to iTunes and give us a rating. That helps us out tremendously when we're producing, hopefully, content of huge value to you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, and I hope that you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you soon.